Hey, fans, viewers, and listeners, welcome to another exciting episode of Fight Inside Podcast. I'm your co-host for today, Rain Cruz, also known as Ringside Rain, ring announcer for Up Next Fighting. And with me, as always, is Timmy B. Before we get things started, please follow and subscribe to Fight Inside Podcast to get the latest news and updates from our show. Our guest today is Taylor McClatchy, who will talk about her passion for Muay Thai and her life as a retired scientist, plus being the Road to One champion. Also, we will react to the Apprentice One Championship 2 Edition Season 2 trailer, and we will pick if we want to be an undefeated UFC champion or a two-division champion. All that and more. So what are we waiting for? Tim, hit it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast. All right. Our guest today is one that we've wanted to have on the show for a long time. She's one of Canada's greatest Muay Thai fighters. She holds a record of 56 and 6. Rain, I have never done anything that many times in my life. Uh, born and raised and fighting out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, she began cardio kickboxing at the age of 13 due to peer pressure. And look where she is now, Rain. She is the North American champion, number one ranked WBC Canadian 125 pounder, an IFMA Pan Am gold medalist, and a world silver and bronze medalist. She's a cat mom. She's a cellular molecular scientist. And the list goes on. But last month, maybe her greatest accomplishment to date as she claimed the inaugural Canadian 1FC 125 pound road to one championship rain bring her in please welcome Taylor McClatchy oh, wow. oh hi the hi. champ is here hi <laughs> that's me <laughs> Taylor very Taylor, very Canadian of you. You're supposed to be more outgoing and blusterous, you know, as a champion. Sorry. <laughs> this is all you get. That's all we get. Taylor, it's very, very, very excited to finally meet you because I've been following your career for a long time now. For followers and friends of the podcast, you are good friends with our good friend, Regan Coconut Gowing. She's best. She is the best or is it all a facade? No, she is the best. We're going, uh, we're actually going on a, uh, let's call it a romantic trip, uh, to Thailand uh, at the end of the month. We're going together. Ah, very yes. nice. Are you going, and how long will you be there for? Uh, I'm going to be about six weeks, and I believe she's staying through to April, I think. Holy moly. So she's, she's like staying, staying, going to get fights in and, and crush people there. People her own size, right? She's just yeah. a little tiny, she's like a little tiny person. So yeah. <laughs> Thailand's the place to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm only doing six weeks. It's my first time, but she's been several times and lived there. So she's going to be staying for a little longer. Hopefully, hopefully get a lot of fights in. That is so crazy. I, yeah. know, there's a, I know there's a guy that trains at Stride Muay Thai, Noah yeah. Geraldo. Shout out to Noah. He just went there a few uh, months ago, him and an, another uh, student from their gym. And he picked up fights right away out there and was winning fights there. And now he's back in Canada winning fights. So, I mean, that's the place to go. Uh, yeah. So is that what gym will you be training at? Um, It's honestly still up in the air. I think Regan and I are going to start at Fairtex because she was there uh, earlier, in, earlier in the year or last year. I don't remember anymore. Uh, she was there. So we're going to start there. They have a lot of girls 
women that are fighting in one small gloves females, which is very cool. Like I don't, I don't train with women very often. So to get high level female training in, I, I'm really excited for. So I'm going to do definitely a couple weeks there. I would like to do a couple weeks um, with Ajahn Burkirk. Like that's, that's our, that's my Thai lineage through crew Jeff is Ajahn mm. Burkirk. So, so go up to Lampang and train in like rural Thailand a little bit with like, a legend and then yeah. i'm i'm open to adding one more gym maybe um maybe in the islands just just to like get a little bit of the experiences everywhere yeah i i'm not looking to fight while i'm there so i just i just want to like do thailand like like a vacation but a vacation that's full of muay thai because i love muay thai yeah no that's the best kind of vacation there's a girl that i know that trains out of um syndicate MMA in California and her and her husband, uh, Avery Sage, she was just out in Thailand, her and her husband. Oh, I met her at one of Regan's fights. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was one oh. of Regan's fights. I, I've cornered Regan a couple of times. So I've, I've met her and her husband. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very cool people. And they were just in Thailand. I was thinking of having uh, them on the podcast to talk about like going out there because I know lots of the people that watch this podcast, obviously, or listen to the podcast are, you know, Muay Thai practitioners themselves or fighters. And I know I always wanted to go when I was training. I wanted to go out there. I wanted to go train at like Tiger Muay Thai or whatever. And so I just want to know like how that all goes. But it must be so exciting to to be doing that. Yeah. So so I've I've been once. I went. I I fought Worlds in Bangkok. But we kind of like flew in, trained for five days as Team Canada. So like right. Crew Jeff Crew Jeff was one running our session. So it was like training with my coach. It was just hotter. Um, and then and then we fought the tournament. And then I had like. 24 hours to explore Thailand with my friend before we came home. Uh, not so like, like, I've been, but I haven't, I haven't done it. So I'm, yeah, I'm really, really excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Uh, at Fairtex gym, one of our friends who's, who also is a road to one winner is uh, Celeste Hansen. Yeah. I know yes. she trains out there. So make sure you say hi to her. She's, she's a oh, good friend of ours. Oh, and cool. uh, I think another girl, Claire Rankin X, I forget. Rankin. Her. Claire Rankin, she fights yeah. actually next week and she trains out of there as well. So very Yeah, cool. well, and they have they have the champ in my weight class, Smilla, is there. Oh yes, yes. And then I think they there's a couple other girls that are That's that are fighting like small gloves Muay Thai. So very cool, very cool. Well, yeah. congratulations. Uh thank you. That all said, you are now the road to one champion. 125 pounder. Yes. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> so I I won a contract to one championship. It was uh, Kieran Kettle at a Muay Thai World Cup. Ran, yeah, ran an eight woman tournament and two eight man tournaments, and the winner got a, uh, a one championship contract for a hundred thousand dollars, which is insane. God insane. Dang. Well, <laughs> well, okay, so what does that mean though? Because when you say you won a one hundred thousand dollar contract, does that mean like? You have to fight okay. X number of times to get the money or like, what does that mean? Yeah. It's a five fight contract. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you fight yeah. five times if win or lose that money is yours or does it mean you could get more? Uh, I mean, one championship does incredible bonuses. So you can, I seems like there's always more, but yes. I, I, I haven't actually signed the contract. So I haven't seen the fine print on it. Like what happens, okay. like win, lose, draw, like what? what the contract actually specifies but right the what was on the posters was five fights and 100k so and you sure okay it wasn't a, and it wasn't a 100k bot 
right? Like it's a hundred. No, I checked that. Cause I, 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 <laughs> Just fought in case. For, I fought, I was going to, right before I blew my knee, I was going to fight for infusion and, uh, it was a, it was a reality show and the winner was going to get a hundred thousand Thai bots. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, which it was like $3,000, which I mean, I'll take, but it's, it does it not as cool. <laughs> not the same, not the same. Rain, yeah. that, so guess what? That means when you're fighting in Thai, uh, sorry, fighting for one FC, you're going to meet our good buddy that we just had on, Rain Ooh. Frank Andrew. Oh, yeah. The translator, we just had him on. And did you see when the translator got the, the 50,000 oh, bonus? No. They gave the, they gave the translator 50,000. And he like wow. broke down crying in the in the ring, like it was cr- it was so beautiful. So, so we had him on. Oh, that's amazing! I know I didn't see that. That's oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Makes my heart happy. I know. Yeah, you got to watch that video. That video is amazing. Um. So okay. So you're there. We want to get to know a little bit about you. Uh, speaking of Regan Gowing, she says <laughs> that there's a very good story that you have about something that she says to you before every fight, based on a comedian. <laughs> show that you watch here's a cat if you're not on video who is this taylor uh this is amigo montoya my cat (laughs) he's he's rather he's rather chubby he's he's on a diet he's very Uh, very cute how old is he uh he's about seven he's a rescue we're not really sure does he want to does he want a girlfriend hold on oh (laughs) hold on let's go go. here we go Oh, yeah. she, she's so fluffy. What's who is this? This is Evie. Evie, like the Pokemon. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah. amazing, so, amazing. And of course, yes. Amigo Montoya is from Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yes. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. All right. Well, okay. that's a match made in heaven, right there, Rain. So, Love it. Uh, Rain, <laughs> will you officiate the wedding, please? I will. Oh, and, yes. and we'll announce both of them too in my ring announcer voice. Let's go. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So Perfect. Taylor, what about what about this story? And Sorry. I heard it's terrible. So what is the story <laughs> here? What is what is the thing that Regan says to you before your fight? Um, so we watched Crystalia, who has oh. who has since been canceled, I believe, but we did watch him. He's still funny, whatever. Um oh. and we were I don't know whether whether she was coaching me or I was coaching her, I don't remember, but we were saying that we needed whoever it was needed to like commit and like do the things and like don't hold back and all those things that you try to tell yourself when you're going to go and get in a fist fight with someone um and he has this bit about am i allowed to swear oh please yeah okay because i don't know how i was going to get through that yeah about how like how everybody nobody thinks they fuck medium everybody thinks they fuck hard And that has stuck with us for like, I don't know, five years now. And it's it's not good. It's not cute. But yet, every time, every time, she's like, Taylor, fuck her hard. And you're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Anyway, it, it's, a good, it's a good bit. You should look it up. But yeah. it's, it's very strange when a tiny blonde woman is telling you to go commit murder on other people mm. in those words in those words yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all right well there you go that's a good story for the children I'm, I'm i'm not a comedian so i can't do it justice i will not try 
No, no. I, I feel like you did it well. I'll cut this segment and I'll make it look like a perfectionist. So don't worry. Right? No problem. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now, you've. I, it's funny because I was going to ask you, like, you've stayed in Ottawa for most of your life training in Muay Thai? Yeah, have, yeah. I, yeah. I grew up. I grew up just outside of Ottawa, and then I I moved into the city. But I mean, that's like like a half hour. That's just it's all Ottawa, really. So how is it that Ottawa seems to be the hotbed of Muay Thai that is creating these fighters that are you know Regan's going out and winning the Lion Fight Championships, and here you are winning Road to One. Like it's kind of crazy, no? Like these yeah. these little small town white girls are just dominating the <laughs> Like yeah, it's tr true. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we both came up with, with crew Jeff Harrison, like through our amateur careers and Regan split off. I don't know. Time's weird now, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, it, and then her coach that she's with now was at the same gym as crew Jeff when we were coming up. So like really it was all one gym and then we kind of split off a little bit. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, there's something to be said for that system, I think. Because it is a, it is it is a thing because Rain, we talk about it like how like certain gyms you'll see just breed success and mm -hmm. like there's just a lot of winners coming out of one gym and then on the flip side, Taylor, sometimes you'll see gyms that like there's a lot of losers and you're like, uh oh, something's not great, right? Yeah. But yeah. So, so I uh, so what is it? So what does it mean now for the for your future? Like so now, okay. So now you were training at Ottawa. You're getting all that training. You're becoming a world champion now. On this now, the greatest stage for Muay Thai, right? One FC. This. I would say so. Possible. I I th I don't I don't know how much I don't know where else you would go for for a bigger exposure, bigger reach, better matches. Like I don't I don't think there's I don't think there's anywhere else to go. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm really excited. <laughs> Nothing, nothing, Taylor. The answer is nothing. One FC just posted today they've hit 100 million followers across all their social platforms. I saw that and I was like, that's insane. So here have... goes, so here goes Ottawa, Taylor McClatchy, go out, F some girl hard, and you're gonna reach 100 million views of people seeing you do that. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, um... The, the stage is just so so much bigger now because like road to one was huge i think a, a lot of muay thai in canada tuned into that because it was it was the first time an opportunity like that had ever come up in yeah. canada but even that is only reaching muay thai in canada which is it's it's big for me but like it's not big it's yeah. not big outside of outside of that community Right. But now but now we're we're branching out and there's just so 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 many more people that are gonna be in on it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh and then just briefly, how does a molecular scientist become a Muay Thai fighter? Uh I think it's more that a Muay Thai fighter fell in love with Muay Thai and then realized that she could get paid to do a master's degree Ooh. and and like make your own schedule and have some flexibility and continue training while getting a degree just in case, you know, fighting doesn't work out. Um, yeah, like it, it was a kind of a, I hedged my bets on that one that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like fully quit my job and go all in in my twenties, but I, I, I stuck it out through school. And I always say that like, if I have one, one superpower, it would be time management. So I was able to fight at a high level while 
doing grad school and then the same senior scientist hired me out of grad school so I got to keep the flexibility that I had in my master's when I worked there for I want to say five years and it's been I've been retired for three months now it's great you look good for being an old retired lady right I've been you know what I mean like the the skin regimen must have been very good you know yeah retired from science it's fantastic yeah (laughs) Uh, what is like, what is your goal now? Like, what is, what is the ultimate goal for you now? Where, where do you go and what, what do you do from here? I am looking to like, I feel like the past, no, what do I want to try to say? I just want to keep going up. I want to, I want to fight people up and up and up and up and see how, see how high we can go. Right. I, I think there's something to be said for always having like, always having to rise to the occasion and not just not just staying or fighting people down just so you win all the time. Like I'm, I'm really excited to just have to rise to fight the next person and yeah. rise from there and rise from there and see and see how far we can get. And in, in a in a female division, generally, it doesn't seem to take that much time before you're fighting for a title before you're a challenger for a title. So that's like the ultimate goal would be a big ass one championship belt. But there's some steps first, but I'm I'm really really excited for those steps. Yeah, it's crazy. Rain, do you have anything to ask the champion? Yeah. So I'm curious about you know your background as a retired scientist. <laughs> um, you know, with all the knowledge that you have from being a scientist, how did that play with you basically conditioning your body to be ready for a fight? Okay, so I I studied reproductive biology. Um, in mice. So very relatable to Muay Thai. Very, very relatable. Like it's, it's an interesting parallel sometimes I think because Muay Thai and Muay Thai coaches are generally kind of, kind of old school. Like it's not necessarily based in science, but it will make you very strong and very tough and very durable and very technical. But sometimes you're just, you're doing just, just horrible work all the time to be to be ready to get in a fight with someone and do something that is very very difficult so i and i wouldn't change that i don't think even having a background in science i'm not sure i would change that i don't want to change that like i'm i'm going to thailand and i'm really excited to train there but i can't wait to get back and get to work with crew jeff in the style that we've always done that it that may not be super scientific but has has proven wins for me Mm-hmm. So, like in my head, sometimes I was like, "Oh, this is dumb," but at the same time, it works, and I've won a lot of, and, and I've won a lot of fights doing it. So, I, I, I don't want to change any of it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. fifty-six wins. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Like, it's. I feel like, I feel like we were just at twenty, like not that long ago, and yeah. now we're at a big number. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's crazy, and you're right. You know, a few big wins, a few big knockouts right definitely don't be nice like i know you're canadian you're gonna go overseas and you're gonna like be murdering some people you're gonna be like all right maybe i should take it easy on do not do that finish these girls because that's what my my dad says before every fight he says it's time to not be nice every time and he said it since like my first fight which is really cute um (laughs) so so regan says her horrible things and then my dad always looks at me and goes it's time to not be nice and he always there's always a finger um and 
yeah, that's it. You gotta gotta make a statement. I think, especially the small gloves. The small gloves are really scary. Yeah, that's, I know it's amazing, right? Like that's what One FC brings to the table. It, it's very exciting. You've got so many opportunities here, Taylor, because not only do you go over there, you make a name for yourself, you you know get to that title shot or whatever, but you just start making a name for yourself. They're doing the events here in America now too. Yeah, right. You could be yep. the you could be the face of North American Muay Thai within a year. You know what I mean? Like you could be on the billboard. You could be the one headlining along with Mighty Mouse or Sage Northcutt or whoever the hell right? You know they want to put up there. But you could be there. Yeah. Yeah. And like Grains, just... we could say we know her. <laughs> you take a picture and you're like, yeah, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like they're they're just exploding so fast. Mm-hmm. And like they're they really like the stars of one, a lot of them were made in one. Right. There's some that have crossed over, obviously, but a lot of them had their had their first their first big fights there, and then that's it. Then then the world's on board with your career, and that's that's really cool. And that like then there's a future in in Muay Thai. Yeah. And that I think there hasn't necessarily been a, a future for people in Muay Thai that's like really sustainable before, and that's that's really cool to me that that I might. That I might get to be permanently retired from science. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's like, all as, our- as opposed to just taking a break, uh, taking a break to like do this cool athletic thing for a little while and then eventually like rejoin the grown up world. But I'm. Yeah. Trust me, it sucks. Cut- it sucks right? over here, Taylor. You don't want to be in this world. This is a terrible world to be in. I uh, dissected mice for a living. Like, I don't, I don't want to go back for that. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not in. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're not doing that. But uh, um, Taylor, Rain, is there anything you want to ask before I ask the last question? Oh, yeah. So aside from Muay Thai, what else are you excited about, you know, with, uh, going to Thailand? Like food, maybe, or the weather? Weather, for sure. I've, I'm coming to the realization that I'm going to miss, like, the six worst weeks of winter. Wow. Great. And the food, because last time I was there, I was cutting weight to make 125 for, like, four days in a row. So I didn't eat any Thai food. I ate Thai food for one day. So I'm I'm just ready for coconut ice cream. That's what I want. <laughs> nice, very cool. Yeah, with with, 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 the, with the peanuts on top. Small, <laughs> small dreams from the big champ here, Rain. Just all needs is some coconut ice cream with peanuts. Uh, Taylor, before we let you go in, and before I ask you my last question, is there anything that you want to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast? I got nothing. No, I'm yeah. I'm just really excited. I got nothing. I'm I'm just like. Maybe to and, the okay, maybe to young girls that are looking up to you when when you're the champion and people find this podcast and go, oh my god, let's see what Taylor's about. What do you want to say to like the young girls striving to be champions themselves? Just like it's, I'm, I'm so thankful that people are like, I I hugged so many little girls after my after I won Road to One. There were so many little girls in the audience, which is like really cool to me that there were there were little girls that were watching professional female Muay Thai. I, I don't remember. I didn't do that. I, I kind of like fell yeah. into fighting. So I'm, I'm so pumped to see the young women that have like grown up being like, I want to fight. I want to be an athlete. I, I'm going to, this is a path that I've setting for myself as opposed to one that I'm just like kind of falling into and never stopping and suddenly being at the end. Um, so just like, just don't stop. If, if you love what you're doing, do that. I like I quit my job this year. I, I've arranged my whole life now. Finally, I'm 30. I'm 32 next week, but that's fine. I'm 30. Um, I was gonna say happy birthday, by the way. I thank you. 
But I, I, it took me till I was 32 to like fully arrange my life to do what I want to do. And it's, it's the best. Yeah. Like it's the best. So I just, I want everyone to try that at least once. Yeah. Definitely. When early, early or later, it doesn't matter. When's her birthday ring? Yeah. When's your birthday, Taylor? It's the 18th. So oh, one yeah, week. the 19th. So are you the 19th? Yeah. <laughs> Christmas babies. <laughs> Don't let people, do not let people give you one gift. No. For birthday and Christmas, do not play that game, right? Two no. separate gifts for Taylor, two separate gifts for Rain. Two That's separate gifts and no Christmas wrapping paper. Yes. No Christmas oh. wrapping paper. Is that a thing? Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Cat, uh, Rain just always says for me to send her cash, so I don't remember. Okay. That's fair. Cash, yeah. Cash uh, all right. Well, Taylor, it was lovely to meet you. I'm going to ask you a question that we ask all of our guests. And it's a question that my mom used to ask me growing up almost every day. So I'm going to ask it to you. Taylor McClatchy, Road to One Champion. On a scale of one to 10, how happy are you? Oh, I'm at a 10. I'm at a 10. I'm at a 10 right now. Yeah. I'm. I am so zen and I am, I'm so like, I've achieved all the things I want to achieve this year. So I'm just, just coasting it into birthday and Christmas time and then into Thailand and it's all good. Life is good. And for those that don't know, for those that don't follow you, you did have, and you mentioned it a little bit before, but you did have some pretty big surgery just a year and a bit ago. So like it was, it, I had my ACL reconstructed two years ago to the day to my road to one. Um, I, I signed a contract to fight pro MMA two and a half years ago. So I decided I was going to learn to wrestle. Um, that came to an abrupt end. Um, <laughs> it was like one and done. I immediately got, got my knee exploded. So I, I, that was during COVID kind of like the end of COVID, but I got, mm -hmm. I got really, really lucky that I got a cancellation surgery date. I got my MRI really fast. They kind of fast tracked me through it as an athlete. So I had surgery relatively quickly. And then it's it's a year and a half recovery. It's it's a it's a really long process. The outcomes yeah. are great. The outcomes are great. Shout out to my friends at Sports Science. They were the best. They got like they got me in the ring. It was like people kept asking me if I was gonna fight Muay Thai again. I was like, yes. Like it wasn't even a question. But looking back, I realized that, that has the potential to be a career ending injury if you don't do it right. And yeah. Two years late. Two years later, we did it, and like I'm, I'm better than I was before, and that's, that's yeah. Amazing that, to me. Yeah, that is crazy. So congratulations to you on that. Like again, Thank for you. the people that don't already follow you, and please do follow. But here, I'm going to put on the bottom of the screen. This is your Instagram. So this is at Taylor McClatchy. Uh, if you're listening only on audio, I'll put it in the show notes to so find it there. But do follow Taylor because now. Your life is going to be great. Your Instagram is going to be fantastic because it's just going to be coconut ice cream and peanuts and like, you know, Thailand, beautiful scenery. So we can follow okay. you around on your uh, journey, yes. right? You're going to document Ab it, obviously. Absolutely. Yes. I'm I'm unsure that if if I have, what is it, a million people, 80 million, how many people, millions of people watching my Instagram, do I have to change it? Do I have to stop putting my cats up there? Like, is that a thing? I don't, I don't no. plan to. That's why we're following you in the first place for the okay. cat videos. I yeah. mean, with, like what the heck, right? Yeah. Cats, like a, little, a little sprinkling of Muay Thai, but mostly cats. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. Well, that's it. 
Taylor McClatchy, congratulations on everything, on your successes. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. All the best to you and to your family. To Regan, your good friend who gives you terrible advice or but just terrible inappropriate advice. advice. Yeah, terrible. Uh, we will see her again soon. But Taylor, it was lovely to meet you and um, good luck in everything. And we'll have you back on the podcast one day. And uh, last thing is when you meet Stamp Fairtex, please tell her to come say hello to us because uh, oh, I will. I'm a huge fan of Stamp. She's a champ. So yeah, go learn lots from her, get good videos from her too. She seems like she's a really cool person. Yes, can't wait. All right. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. There she is. The champ. Canadian champ. So polite, so kind, so nice. I know. Very (laughs) humble. Like, you know, you're reading all of her accomplishments and she's all like humble. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing like, oh yeah, okay, I've done 56 victories. Like it, Rain, it's crazy. Because you think like for a female too, to, to get that many fights. Yes. I should have asked her that. Maybe, I wonder how many times she fought the same person. What if she beat the same girl up 55 times? Oh God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's not it. But no, I mean, congratulations to her, guys. Follow her because that's crazy. Like for a, a young girl out in Canada to to be this Muay Thai champion now and to have this opportunity to fight, right? Five times at one FC. Like all she has to do is, like she said, like a couple of wins and then it's a title belt. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's and great then, that she has that kind of opportunity. You know, because we've heard from other um, guests before or from other female fighters. It's always the opportunity that's lacking for our right. female players. So it's good to talk to someone like Taylor who has like these kinds of opportunities because it's an in- inspiration for, for yeah. other female fighters and for other females who are listening right now thinking, oh, maybe, you know, you know, I'm, I'm looking for that, you know, one, um, I guess, sign for me to finally step into, you know, fighting. That's it. That was your sign. That Taylor being here on this podcast, telling you to chase your dreams. That's your sign. Uh, Rain, you guys are birthday buddies. I mean, very close, right? Uh, Rain's birthday. Hey! Hello. So you guys, there's still time to participate to Rain's birthday donation drive to benefit Second Chances Rescue. It's the rescue group where I got my two dogs, Joey and Professor, there's three different ways to participate. So you can find that information on my Instagram at ringside rain with an E. Rain yeah, with an go e. help out, go support rain. It's a good cause, right? You just saw two beautiful cats fall in love on our podcast, right? You can be helping out those kind of animals and help them find homes and all that good stuff, right? So um, rain friends of the podcast update. If you're here because of Taylor McClatchy, thank you so much. And make sure that you follow and subscribe to us, right? We have a hunt. This is episode 149. Wow. I can't believe how far, I mean, I don't know how long this is going to go rain, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> at the, at the two year mark, I was like, okay, that's it. Right. Once I hit episode 100, 100 was going to be my final episode. I don't know what I'm doing now, but next week on the podcast, first ever i'm trying to make sure this is right i believe first ever standing mma world champion bellator flyweight champion liz gorilla carmouche is on the podcast next week very exciting very very excited because i i want to talk to her about so many things of course for those that don't know she's the very first woman to ever set foot in the ufc octagon She's the first woman that made that walk to the UFC octagon when she fought Ronda Rousey. 
Uh, she has gone on to have an incredible career and she's now the Bellator champion. Of course, she's in Bellator, which just got bought out by PFL. So what the hell does her whole career mean and what's going on there? So I can't wait to speak to her. She seems open and uh, ready to talk. So I'm very excited. She seems like a very good person. So tune in next week. I do want to say thank you to Rage Works Podcast Network. So of course, you can find our podcast as well as other great audio podcasts at rageworksnetwork.com. Friends of the podcast, Sam Alvey, we interviewed him last week. Rain, he's fighting this weekend at Karate Combat. You go to karatecombat.com to watch him kick ass and get a gold belt. Uh, Albert Ochoa, our influencer friend, the guy who dated one of the Kardashians, he uh, fought another boxing fight. Uh, he's taken this crap really serious. He got another victory at, I believe, Influencer Fight League, and uh, he's climbing the ranks. So this kid is doing well, so congratulations, Albert. And I do want to say to Commander Dale of Dust, Detroit Urban Survival Training, happy 10th wedding anniversary to Commander Dale. It is actually right Yay! today as we record it. So happy anniversary to Commander Dale. Uh, Rain, here's something you don't ever see or you don't see often, but here is Brock Lesnar's daughter. Wow. Did you know that, did you know that Brock Lesnar had a essentially a mini-me? No, I did not know that. I was actually shocked when I saw that picture. But, you know, she, I think she's probably really influenced by, you know, her dad, you know, probably one of those things where and she admired her dad so much. And, you know, she wanted to prove that he she can be as strong as her dad, too. Are you being extremely polite, Rain? No. That, that, I, that literally looks like Brock Lesnar in a wig. Well, yeah, but like, you know, people I mean, talk exactly like my father. But like sure. I don't have to that. To me, it's like you know what? Yeah, because I'm a yes, but your your father <laughs> isn't a giant jacked monster, right? Like she is. She, I mean, she, that's a that's an athlete, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, that's the first time I've ever seen that photo of her. I didn't even know he had a daughter, but she's like some sort of like shot putting champion. Like she's throwing. I don't even think she's throwing the shot put. I think she's throwing the other competitors. Mm -hmm with their shot put in hand and she's just whipping these people across. I mean, that looks like an athlete. So why she's not fighting an MMA ring, I don't know. Hey, she's probably young right now and still thinking, okay, where should I go? Because remember Brock, I mean, Brock is a very influential person. If his daughter would say, hey dad, I wanna go to WWE. Brock would be like, sure. Hey dad, I wanna go to do, I wanna go to UFC and do MMA. Sure. So. Yeah. It's a matter of, you know, I guess her deciding which path she wants to take. And I think right now, you know, judging by that picture, she kind of, you know, she, right now she knows what she wants to do. Um, you yeah, know. but I mean, but there's no future in shot putting, right? So she's got to pick something that's going to have like a yeah. long thing. But I mean, all I'm saying is be on the lookout for that. What is Brock Lesnar's nickname? The Beast? No. The Beast. The beast yeah, incarnate. Right? Yeah. The beast incarnate. Yeah. Well, there's the beast incarnate's daughter, and uh, she's coming. So get the hell out of the way. Uh, Rain, 1FC released today something, and I'd like to do a reaction video with you. Uh, okay. I'm just, throwing, I'm just throwing out a bunch of like random things here, but this came out. I recorded it. I haven't watched the whole thing, but this was an announcement trailer. I hope that this does not get cut off YouTube. Okay. I think if we say this is a reaction, video and the way I'm going to play it, our faces are going to be on the side. So Rain, people can hear us while this is playing. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, we're like, oh, this is stupid crap. So uh, be reactive. You know what I mean? Like, okay. like, like those dorks do it on YouTube. You know? No. <gasps> I honestly hate it so much when I watch grown men do that. It's so stupid. It's so fake. But anyways, let's watch this. <laughs> let's watch this. Give your honest reaction to this. I don't know if you know anything about this. I have not watched the whole thing, but here we go. Being at the top of your game is a lonely pursuit. For over a decade, my team and I have built the one one brand into a billion-dollar sports media empire. Throughout my life, I've been a warrior in the ring and in the boardroom. Now, I need a champion who can conquer fears, doubts, and insecurities. One of those guys is a a PJJ guy. Go to the next level. I don't recognize Across anyone two else. of the world's most advanced and modern countries, Singapore and Qatar. Go, Ten candidates must prove their oh, medal in a fear ignited gauntlet of physical tasks oh. and business challenges. You want to keep that curiosity, not like customers would realize. I don't buy it. This is a definite no goal. In this cutthroat world where business is a constant war. Very like this. That's it. I don't give a. There can be. I hate bullies and I hate liars. Only one winner. We want to find the next superstar. Nobody asked you to be here. You can leave. Look how low budget shirt I need you that? rising oh, superstars yeah. who can break new ground and make history. Ready to fight and hungry to win at my side. All fighting I don't think any for one dream. A $250,000 job offer and the once in a lifetime wow. opportunity to work directly with me. Welcome to the world's toughest edition of The Apprentice. The Apprentice to Netflix. All right, so when I saw the boardroom, by the way, I thought of The Apprentice. So great job, by the way, by you know putting you know showing that boardroom because that's the first thing I yeah. thought of. I was like, oh, this is like The Apprentice, but are yeah. they like you know fighting like each other physically to be you know The Apprentice and. <laughs> So this is season two. There was a season one. I don't know that we could get it in North America. I remember looking for it and I couldn't find it. Uh, uh, there's one guy. In- I now want to watch it. You want to watch that? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I looked just by looking at that promo. I was like, wait a really? minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? Right. So this is season two. I'm surprised that it's on Netflix because their events are on Amazon. Well, so, I don't think a lot of people are like, you know, going to Amazon for content like that. For the most part, I think at least here in the States, you know, we go to Amazon for Thursday night football and, you know, 1FC. That's that's the only thing oh. I can think. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know, but um, maybe it helps diversify their audience as well. Yeah. Right? Now, this is to win a job offer. Right. This is a job. So in the first season, I know in the first season, I did look this up because I knew this was about The Apprentice. But the girl that won the first season, she ended up staying on for at least uh, at least one more year with the company. Like it's not like she got dumped right after the one year. So she must have done well. Uh, she was the chief of staff to Shatri. So. Oh, I don't know if this means his chief of staff is gone and now he's hiring another one, or maybe it's just a different job to work with in the company. Maybe. Contradictory to the fact that I've read before that the one that one FC had laid off like 10% of their staff or something like that. 
regardless, he's made room for this. It's a TV show to bring more eyes to 1FC. Let's get some more money into this company. We need them to stay alive so they can keep supporting Taylor. Right? Yeah. Um, anyways, interested in the show? I am, yeah. And you know what? I just thought of this. I remember, um, you know, whenever I would visit my family in the Philippines, you know, they watch a lot of Netflix. So maybe that's oh, why, you know, it's on Netflix um, you know, versus Amazon Prime. Because, you know, maybe if, 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 if they put the show on Amazon Prime, there's not really that much of a reach compared to putting it on Netflix. Yeah. Get it to as many views as possible. Get as many yeah. people to see it, right? Keep growing that audience. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. The one guy there, the nerdy looking dude, that's the the BJJ guy that they've got, Mikey Mushemi. Okay. So he must be doing it. Normally, I don't think athletes were in it before. So maybe he's like, because he looks nerdy and stuff, maybe he's like a cool <laughs> guy to add to it. Uh, and maybe he'll add, you know, I bet you people will tune in to see him for sure. Because he's mm -hmm. a bit of a phenom and whatever. So people will probably tune into the show for that. So, hey, good luck, man. Good luck. I don't like that they're doing an MMA-ish reality show because we've already said we're doing one. I know. So, Are they listening to us right yeah. now? They're yeah, so back <laughs> off, Shatri, back off, right? This is our territory, but that's fine. Um, anyways, looks interesting. So there you go. 1FC has their reality show, The Apprentice Season 2 coming up. I will say, Rain, and I want to put this on the record. Now, I, I do like 1FC. I support them, and I hope they do well. And, of course, Taylor's there. So I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But I do have to make one prediction here today, Rain, because I want it to be on the record. On the right side here, I'm putting it up. You see Sage Northcutt, Super Sage Northcutt from UFC fame. And he's fighting Shinya Aoki in his retirement match. So the guy on the left is his retirement match. They're fighting... And it's going to be the retirement fight, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying right now, Rain, that fight is going to be rigged. You think so? And Stage Northcut is going to win. Okay. I'm just putting it on the record right now. Today is what? Today is December something? 11th. Huh? 11th. 11th. Yeah. December 11th, 2023. Timmy B is telling you that the Sage versus Aoki fight, Sage is going to win. And it's going to be controversial in some way. Either they both didn't try, the finish is going to be weird, the decision is going to be weird, something's going to happen. I just feel it in my bones. I think that Aoki is okay with giving up a win to the next big thing. And there's going to be some sort of thing. I don't know. I hope not. I mean, I, you know. His Whatever the result is, it's not rigged. <laughs> I don't know that it's, there'll be something funny. We didn't talk about it, but um, BKFC had a big fight uh, maybe a month or a couple months ago where two legendary Muay Thai guys fought mm. in BKFC. My buddy and I watched the fight the whole time, Rain. They throw like maybe two punches to the face. All the punches are to the body. It was mm. the weirdest friggin' thing. Even the commentators were like, uh, I wish these guys would be more aggressive. Like, it was really weird. Every other fight on the card, within the first round, people were cut up and stitched. Because in bare knuckle, like, once you get hit in the face, like, you're getting cut up. Yeah. These two guys, by the end of it, look as fresh as a daisy. There's weird stuff that goes on sometimes. 
And I just don't know, but I just feel like that fight, I'm just putting on the record now, something weird is going to happen. Sage's last fight was very questionable to me too. When he won, there was this weird thing where he tapped, we documented it on the podcast. He like taps the guy and then he goes into his move and the guy submits really quick. And we're like, oh, like, was that like a indicator to the guy? Like, hey, dude, now's the time. There's just something weird. Anyways, Rain. I don't want to get us legally in trouble for this, but I'm just saying <laughs> there's weird stuff afoot. Uh, okay, next thing, Rain. I'm going to ask you the question. This was on Instagram. If people were saying, would you rather be a undefeated UFC champion or a two-division champion? Well, I'd rather be an undefeated UFC champion, um, mostly because I don't want to be, you know, a jack of all trades, master of none, right? Like for me, it's like, I'd rather, you know, be a master of my division when I'm undefeated. And when you hear my name, it's like synonymous to undefeated in this division. Hmm. Very interesting. Do you worry that people would say you never really fought the best or that maybe you never challenged yourself? Um, I guess like for me, um, you know, I think making it to the top of my division, I think says a lot already. Mm. Um, you know, you can always look at it in different perspectives, right? So there's that we're in like, you know what, I'm at, I'm at the top of my division undefeated. I'm happy this way, you know? Yeah. As you can always uh, look at it in a way we're in, you know what, let me try, I'm done with this division, been undefeated, let me try something else, you know. So if you're going to yeah. say, if I'm going to be undefeated in two divisions, I'll pick that, you know. But well, of course, calm down, Rain. <laughs> get undefeated in one or champ champ. Or champ champ, yeah. Um, and and well, you're saying undefeated in one division. That's what I will, you know, what I would rather be. Uh, champ champ to me is also good. Um, it, it goes to show that, you know, I can try in both divisions, you know, prove myself in both divisions, you know, whether I win X amount of fights, lose X amount of fights. Great. Uh, but for me, I, it's all about, um, like the legacy, like, like, you know, when I get to the finish yep. line, right. You know, my legacy would be like, you know what? Yeah. Rain's like really good, you know? she was like at the top of this division undefeated you know yeah yeah all right i am gonna go with champ champ i think i we've talked about in the podcast before i always appreciate when people bounce back from adversity i mm. always think that that shows greater character or you know internal fortitude to be able to like bounce back from a, a, a setback or from a defeat yeah. in life in general you know there's too many people these days walking around thinking life is so easy, right? Nobody tells them no. There's no scores in kids' soccer games, right? Like crap like that. It's like, no, like I feel like you need to lose. You need to be defeated in order to be able to truly rise. So I think for me, understanding that the champ champ option means you're going to have lost a few times. Yeah. I would go for champ champ. So it's an interesting debate. People are putting it up all, all over online. Of course, once one site puts it up, everybody just copies copies it. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, people are saying like champion, undefeated champ or champ champ. Like that's, you know, that's the debate going on. But okay, let us know what you guys think. What you guys think. Would you rather be an undefeated champ or a two division champion? 
uh, Rain, the next thing we will talk about, I think I'll just show you this. This was pretty funny too. So this weekend, we've got the championship fight at the UFC, Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington, right? So this is, uh, oh, I got to get rid of this banner here. This is uh, Colby Covington, baby. He is America's champion. He is fighting Leon Edwards for that title. But what I wanted to show you here, and oh, and the news was, was that Bilal Muhammad reign, mm. the guy that many people do not like this poor gentleman. Uh, he is the backup fighter for the fight. So if either one of them uh, doesn't make it or gets sick or whatever, blah, 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 he is going to be the backup fighter. And so Rain, he posts this and he posts at the top. Do you want to read that out while I search for something? Bilal's tweet? Yeah. Okay. This is from Bilal, by the way. This is not from me. Uh, Bilal said, two most inactive bums in welterweight. Leon's fought four times since 2021. Colby's fought twice, and I fought seven times. Yeah. So there we go. He is uh, not happy with what has been done here. Let me get this off the screen. So he's not happy that he's not getting the title fight. Rain, if you go to that tweet at uh, what's his... Uh, thing here i think it's uh bully uh, b170 I bully, think. yeah bully b170 or whatever his yeah at bully b170 on x he gets slaughtered with comments on it. <laughs> i bet like, like people just going you're the worst nobody cares about you blah blah it's really bad rain like i mean it's really bad when he's posting these things i gotta feel like this guy you can't I don't know how you ignore that. Like he's very active on Twitter as well. Um, but to just get the slaughtering of of comments. Yeah. It's tough, boy. I mean, how do you think this this guy deals with this? Like Well, judging by him, you know, posting that tweet, I don't think he really cares about what people think about him. Right? Yeah, because right. You know, if you read that tweet, it's like, okay, you know. Posting something like that, it's like, okay, uh, well, you should be aware of what people, of how people will perceive that tweet and how people will react, especially if you're posting it on a platform where people can respond to you. You know, or, The whole or, point of it is to get responses and yeah, comments. Right? That's, the, yeah. that's the thing. I think he's trying to get attention, um, you know, trying to start a fire, basically. I. I don't know, Ring. It's just so tough to see that. I mean, I, I was going to read some of them online, but they get progressively worse and worse. <laughs> As you keep scrolling down, you're like, whoa. whoa. Yeah, it's worse and worse. Like, And it's just, I mean, I'm just scrolling forever, you know? Yeah. And there's like a couple of supportive comments, but like for the most part, boy, people do not like this Bilal guy. And uh, I just think it's so funny. Like, can you imagine if, like, you bought tickets to this pay-per-view and you go there and you're like, it's Colby versus Leon. This is going to be incredible. And then one of them bails out. And now you get Bilal versus the other. Like, people are going to be like, I don't want these tickets anymore. Get this. <laughs> right? Like, just terrible, terrible. Um, but that's pretty funny. So, but anyways, Bilal is the backup fighter. This weekend, though, we do have Colby versus Leon, which is very exciting. If Colby wins... Uh, and Donald Trump does not come into the middle of that octagon and put the belt around him, I will be extremely upset. Like, 
this is the guy who has gone to the White House. He takes several photos with Donald Trump. Like he's the biggest Trump supporter. I think a lot of it is in part because it knows it gets him a lot of like reaction, like negative yeah. and positive. Yeah. But dude has played it up forever. He's a he's a total character. And uh, he fights for the title this weekend, Rain. So will you be watching that pay-per-view? I will be watching that pay-per-view for sure. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, so it will be exciting. Uh, there are other good fights on the card, but that's like the main, main fight that we care about. Uh, what else do I have here that I want to show before we're out of here? Here's some photos of Taylor. I totally forgot to put these up, but here is her winning her yeah, Royal one. Hey, Team Tay Tay, let's go. <laughs> Team Tay Tay. Uh, so those are the photos of her. We have everything else. We've got your birthday thing. We got Sam Alvey, of course, fighting this weekend. Let's go. He looks so pissed off in that poster, by the way. He's not smiling. Yeah. Grump. He looks grumpy. <laughs> yeah. No, Sam's the worst. Uh, <laughs> he's a great guy. Great guy. Uh, he's been training with uh, Sean Strickland. He's been training with a bunch of people after we spoke with him. So he's ready to kick ass uh, this weekend. So, you know, pray to every martial arts god you know that sam alvey wins that gold title that will be the cinderella story to end all cinderella stories reign like he had a great ufc career but he ended it on like the the longest losing streak of all time mm -hmm. right but i think because he's just such a good guy and he did you know like he's a good guy and he's a company man they just kept him along but unfortunately it didn't end well for him then he turns around and now he's won two straight out of the organization and now he's going for a title belt I mean, if he wins that title belt, you immediately make a Netflix movie of him. Yeah. Like, and that's, you know, tomorrow. character right there, you know, always seeing the glass half full and yeah. always have, he has that smile on his face and yeah. he attracts always. the vibes and all the blessings. So, you know, we hope that you win. Smile and say, go. It's gonna be incredible. If he wins, I heard that the next challenger for the title is Brock Lesnar's daughter. Stop. <laughs> Now I'm kind of torn now if that happens. I don't know who I'm going to cheer for. I mean, I would I would just vacate the title if they put me up against her. That's all I'm saying. Like like Timmy B versus uh, Brock Lesnar's daughter? No, thank you. I'm out of here. I'm gone. You'll never see okay, me again. So would you, like, okay, so if it's down between MMA or wrestling, right, like WWE, where would you rather see Brock Lesnar's daughter? Uh, MMA. Okay. It's Same thing real. for me, actually. I'd it's rather see her. Real. I want to I see her really compete. Yeah. Like, I want to see her really go at it. And also, I think, like, um, if you were to put her into WWE wrestling, yeah, I don't, like, they'll play her off as a heel or whatever. She'll get booed the crap out of or whatever. Like, that's not, I don't know. Like, talking about, like, uh, Bilal Muhammad, right? I don't know how people can take that, like all that in crazy negativity and all that I, you have to have a certain type of character to be able to withstand that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so to go into WWE and who knows how they're going to portray you. Yeah. No offense, but the ones that normally get the love are the ones that are like gorgeous. So if you go in there and you're like an awesome Kong or something, you know what I mean? Like you're some big monster, monster girl. I don't know that you're going to get the love, love that, uh, would be nice to get. Whereas if she competes in MMA, she could be a champion. And regardless, because of your skill, you are going to be applauded and cheered for. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Rain, for me, you know, I feel like if she goes to WWE, she might get overshadowed by her, you know, 
dad's career in the WWE, right? So I feel yeah. like I feel like as much as she admires her father, I think she also deserves her own spotlight, you know. So I think it she would rather I, I'd rather to see her in MMA. Ring. Well. Let me just explain to you, Rain. No matter where this girl goes, she'll get, she will be, get the spotlight. <laughs> she will be overshadowed by her father because she literally is Brock Lesnar. Like, literally, Brock Lesnar. Dye your you got to dye your hair. You got to do something. You can't go out there looking exactly like Brock Lesnar. I mean, if you want to make a name for yourself anywhere, but if I had a famous dad, I'd be riding his coattails too. So. <laughs> You know, uh, Rain, I think that is it for today. Again, go support Rain for her birthday. Do the donation drive, guys. Please, please, please do that. Rain, is there anything else that you want to say before we go? We're doing very well on time. I just want to say thank you again to uh, Taylor. Uh, we're, we are hashtag Team Tay Tay. So uh, enjoy your birthday and your trip to Thailand. And um, thank you to all of you guys for listening to us here on Fight Inside Podcast. I've been really enjoying my time here. So. I'm glad you guys are listening to me as well, you know. Yeah. Rain, we love having you here. Uh, again, next week we've got Liz Carmouche. Then we are going to do our end of year show. So we're going to do some awards for the end of the year. So we have to pick like best fight of the year, best fighter of the year, best blah, blah, blah. Like we'll pick a few categories that we can play okay. with. We normally bring in two other uh, guests. So we'll have like the four of us and we can vote on the winners and stuff like that. I do have to plan that very soon so i gotta get my butt in gear and get that done and then we're gonna end the year with our podcast with drikas no how do we say it rain properly drikas duplicy boom ddp <laughs> is on the podcast we already filmed the interview with him so that is it it's in the books it's done so that is going to come out as our end of year uh show like on our on the new year's week that will be that show and then, uh, yeah, Rain, we keep going. We keep going into the new year. We keep kicking ass, keep finding new guests if we can. And we go from there. Uh, all right. That is it, guys. I will put a couple of videos here. So for the audio podcast, that is it. Right now on video, you will see I'll put a couple up here. Who should I put up? Maybe I'll put a Regan Gowing one since we talked about her and her inappropriate wording. And then maybe uh, maybe we'll do the Frank, the translator one, because those are both 1FC yeah. related. So, guys, thank you so much. Rain. Bye. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. See ya.